Hello and happy new year. Welcome to the Jeff Macalino podcast. I am so grateful that you have joined us or me uh, for the first podcast of 2022, the 55th episode. Uh, it's, it's already uh, enough where it's hard to keep track. I, uh, this was one of my, this was only my second New Year's in over a decade that I, uh, the children were with their mother, uh, instead of me on New Year's Eve. So I went out, uh, downtown St. Pete, um, was ridiculously foggy. So one thing I learned, and I think most people in the group I was with, uh, we couldn't plan to take boats out. Uh, couldn't really do much of that because it was heavy fog. You don't want to ride a boat in fog like that for obvious safety reasons but we thought we'd be able to see the fireworks through the fog uh in case you're wondering you cannot <laughs> it was uh you could hear them uh and you could kind of see some color through the fog but uh definitely not uh i i don't know maybe it was stupid I, we don't deal with fog all that much but uh foggy foggy week or two down here so anyways, I hope you enjoyed whatever way you rang in uh, your new year and uh, your Christmas. Uh, I think I gave you an episode after Christmas already, but, you know, I was talking to my daughter, Isabella, today, and she said, uh, you know, the thing about Christmas is you, you like build up anticipation for it for like almost two months. And then, you know, it's a week, Christmas to New Year's. And it's all done. I'm like, yeah, I, it's kind of, uh, I don't know. I'm kind of already, I guess it's only been a few days, but I'm, I'm in, I'm in that fog of, ah, oh, it's over. We've, we've got nothing to look forward to <laughs> except for more episodes of the podcast. Uh, and, uh, speaking of, I've been, you know, sitting down with, uh, with a pen and a pad, trying to get this damn label off. Uh, planning some new ideas for this podcast. Um, and hey, if you have any feedback, shoot me a message on uh, Twitter or Facebook, or uh, uh, if you have my email, or if you know me personally, you can text me. Uh, let me know if you have uh, any anything you like, want me to cover more a certain topic, uh, or even if you have any guest uh, suggestions for me, uh, you know, or guess you want to come back. I've already talked to a few of the guests from 2021 uh, about coming on uh, at some point this year as well. Uh, and, you know, you can give me a former guest you'd love to hear from again. Uh, and don't come back with Joe Rogan. Um, you know, give me someone realistic. Obviously, I'd, I'd love Rogan to come on the podcast. But, uh, you know, believe it or not, it's not super easy to get in touch with God, I don't know, arguably one of the most famous or, or the f most famous and influential person uh, on the uh, planet right now. It's interesting how that's turned out. <clears throat> so anyways, hit me up with that. I have a delightful guest for you today, and I had so much fun recording this uh, with Nick Ortiz. Um, he uh, has a background in stand-up comedy, sketch comedy, and he is a self-proclaimed but proves he knows his shit he is a taco bell expert he's a host on uh america's most trusted taco bell podcast the cheesy gordita bunch podcast um he's done 
stand-up comedy for uh, six years, and he's opened up for people like uh, Carlos Mencia. Uh, so he's got some got some chops. Had a real fun time uh, chatting with him about stand-up. Obviously, a lot about Taco Bell. Forewarning, a lot of drunk Taco Bell stories, especially for me. Uh, and sadly, like several within the last two weeks are in there. Or maybe three weeks, to be generous. Um, <laughs> uh, also, I, I do mention a video, a very short video I show to him. Go on my YouTube channel and check out. Uh, it's my only short that I've put up there. Uh, and it's, I believe it's titled Why Sober People Don't Get Taco Bell. And it's uh, my lettuce chalupa, I lovingly call it. Uh, you can check that video out. And while you're there, subscribe to the YouTube channel too. Uh, anyways, I know you. Uh, if you enjoy Taco Bell and you enjoy uh, late night fast food runs or even sober fast food runs, you will enjoy this episode. We cover a lot, a lot of really cool info about Taco Bell even. Uh, Especially, the most interesting part is, you'll find out something about the soft shell versus hard shell tacos. You'll have to listen to find out. All right. Here it is. Nick Ortiz and me. Enjoy it. I'll see you on the flip side. All right, everyone. I now welcome Nick Ortiz to the Jeff Macalino podcast. How are you, Nick? I'm pretty good. How are you doing, Jeff? I am. Uh, I'm doing pretty well. Uh, Happy New Year, by the way. <laughs> oh, hey, Happy New Year. I, I always forget, you know, because after like the first day, who gives a fuck? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's kind of the kind of my thoughts on the matter. It's like, I, I don't know what etiquette is. I'm not I'm not very good with etiquette. Like I, I um, I'm very guilty of leaving parties and places without saying goodbye which apparently is incredibly rude and no one brought this to my attention until i was 34 years old yeah. that's what the irish goodbye i think, I think yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and i'm italian so i guess i can't get away with it so. wow cultural appropriation at its finest yeah yeah <laughs> speaking of i, I can't I, i've been so excited um since i found uh your podcast um Nice. And I'm perfect. I, I told a couple friends, uh, I'm like, I listen to the name of this guy's podcast that I'm I'm gonna have on my podcast. And they're like, Oh my god, you have so many drunk Taco Bell stories. Like, no. So no, those are the best stories. Yeah, and and just so I can plug it as many times as possible, it's the cheesy gordita bunch podcast. Yes, yes, um, it is. I want to talk to you about that. You are also a stand-up comedian, uh, and you've been doing it how six years? Yep, six years. Yeah, um, it's been a great time. I, I doing stand-up and writing stand-up is is such an amazing, like, fun time. Uh, one of the things that that you find out is if that joke isn't funny, who like you wasted a bunch of time. You know what I mean? Um, but it's uh, again, it's all learning process. So you gotta you gotta do your bad jokes in front of a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, I just started doing it. I guess now I can say last year. Nice. Uh, so, oh, yeah. Um, late to the game. I was 34 the first time I did an open mic. Um, hey, Rodney Dangerfield was like 50. You know what I mean? So you, you're good to go, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, he, he probably was funnier his first time than I was. But <laughs> <laughs> The key, the key to so like the first time I did stand up, 
it was like a stand-up competition you know it's a, a open mic competition and the winner of the open mic got to um open for like the headliner that weekend and oh, that's nice. you know that's really cool you know <clears throat> So I go and the key to having a good first set is telling everybody, you know, so they can show up. You know what I mean? Mm. Like it was literally a laugh meter, you know, quote unquote laugh meter, AKA just bring as many people as possible and you'll win. And that's what I did. You know, I had a great time, but I opened for the, uh, that, um, that headliner. And after then I was just like, okay, I want to like really get into stand up. And it was a gruel, you know what I mean? Especially doing it like here in Texas. Uh, Cause you know, whenever you think of like um, stand-up comedians and like cities where you do stand-up, middle of Texas is not the place to be. You know what I mean? You have to come down like to Austin and stuff. And uh, eventually I um, ended up opening for like Carlos Mencia and Michael Blackson and SB's, um, what, Steve Sabo, shit like that. You know, it's, it's been a great time. It's a lot of fun. Now are you- uh, A lot of great people. Are, are you near Austin or? I, I live in Austin now. Yeah, okay. I live in Austin now. Has the has Joe Rogan <laughs> elevated the stand up scene there yet or? Kind of, you know, kind of, sort of, you know, um, I would say that like Kill Tony's is at um, they, they record Kill Tony down here. And um, I would say that that it's kind of uplifted it. It's definitely like made a bunch of like white dudes very happy, you know, um, and like everybody else in like the the comedy scene is, uh, you know, have have like are up in arms because they're like Joe Rogan is turning Texas into California. You know what I mean? Uh, with his, you know, he was in L.A. and now he's bringing a bunch of people from L.A. here and people in the comedy scene aren't, aren't really liking it. But it's fun. You know what I mean? It's a good time. It's great to see these performers come in, like do an open mic or sit in an open mic. Uh, I don't know. My experience before that, before Joe Rogan is, you know, people really didn't do that, you know? Right. It's a, uh, it's an interesting thing. Cause I love some of it because I mean, I'm, I'm in St. Pete, Florida, which is close to Tampa, which is like a, you know, sea level yeah. comedy scene. They, the big acts usually come through here, but it's not, in my humble opinion, it's not great for open mics and stuff like that. Um, especially sure. when, when you're a divorced dad who has custody on, <laughs> on Wednesdays and Thursdays, which are good days to hit open mics. Oh, uh, fuck yeah. So I'm limited to Mondays and Tuesdays as, as possible uh, dates, which are just, it's hard to, to, to get up to perform, let alone to, to actually have an audience. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like um, the smallest audience I've ever performed in front of was like one person, you know? Oh, yeah. And yeah. And the thing is, is like, especially with like stand up around here is none of the comics stay, you know what I mean? Like as soon as, as soon as they're done, they're out, they're, go, they're on to the next scene, you know what I mean? Onto the next open mic. And I mean, that's cool and all, but like, it's it doesn't really like cultivate like if you're a newcomer like you're not going to feel good you know you're not going to feel confident in yourself and and really i think there's a lot of false confidence you have to have at the very beginning in order to keep that stand up you know momentum going yeah it's it's not easy and then i got to a point where it's like well i i can do five minutes that is relatively polished so i can go up there and get laughs yeah or i can try new stuff and then I almost got bored just doing old stuff. And I'm like, I'm going to take a break and just write and, and get more fun. Cause that's one thing with open mics, yeah. at least 
most comics who go up and obviously most comics who go up at open mics are never going to make a dime off comedy. Uh, But it's a a lot of times it's five minutes where it's 60, 50 unrelated jokes that just one liners (laughs) that get tossed out one after another, which is totally fine. Mm -hmm. I like to actually do like a five minute set when I go up, which is, not normal at open mics for at least most people don't stick to one thing yeah um but i so the first time i did stand up was the worst and there were nine audience members that were not comics and six of them were friends and family and they didn't laugh (laughs) now if it was a competition they probably would have laughed at every word i said and and got the cheer meter up i i i might have finished in the top five even though i had two-thirds of the audience in my favor <laughs> oh my god. The second time I show up, there was only four comics at the beginning of the night. And usually there's 15. Mm-hmm. There were four of us there. Uh the MC didn't show. This is my second time doing anything and there's 50 people in the audience, 40 50 people. What? I don't know what caused it, what? but I'm like somebody I heard two of the other comics who have been around a little longer uh, say, oh, we got to do a polished set. We can't just throw mm-hmm. stuff. And I'm sitting here like, well, God damn it. I'm not ready for this. Uh, I killed, but it was not listening back to it. It's like the audience was great. My, I had good yeah. premises, so it was good enough for them to buy into it. Um, yeah. They, yeah. All, very few punchlines in the entire set. <laughs> wow. Listening okay. back now, I'm like, oof. Guess it's not I bad it. for a second time. <laughs> So, so I did a, uh, I did a naked standup show one time and I recently found that set and I listened back to it. And I'm like, oh my God, like they must've just been laughing at the fact that my dick is out. You know what I mean? Like, that's why they were laughing. Cause some of those jokes, uh, I, I mean, I guess they're, I guess they're pretty funny. Cause I talk about like not being circumcised and you know, all that shit. Um, and you know, it, it really killed, but, um, yeah, sometimes listening back to my own sets, it, it, it's really cringy and it's, I, I think at first what it really was, was trying to get used to like listening to my own voice, you know, because uh, when you start listening to your own voice, like it just doesn't sound right. You know what I mean? It doesn't sound like it sounds in your head, you know, um, but now that I'm like, I've done my my podcast for about like almost two years, um, you know, I'm like used to it, you know, like I have no problem like listening to myself. I, I do all the editing, you know what I mean? So um yeah, I think just getting used to like listening to your own self is is always just a weird, hard thing to do. I I've had I've started uh, doing some uh, sketch comedy show on YouTube. Some guy writes them, and I just go act in them again, just for awesome. experience. And uh, I I I'm really good with my voice, no, my normal voice. Mm-hmm. When it's like, oh, do an accent. I never realized how terrible I was at accents. It's so hard. Until I tried to do them. I'm like, I'm like, can I just have a character that speaks like me? Because <laughs> I'm see, my not good. Go-to, my, see, my go-to accent is a Southern accent. And it, it there's always like a variation. So um, in, in the, on the show, we do like fake ads. And I was doing a fake ad for um, a guy in Fort Lauderdale. And I just, I, no matter what I did, it just kept going back to like a country accent. And I was like, I can't fucking help it. Cause doing accents, doing different type of voices is fucking hard as shit, you know? Um, Cause I write for, I write for a, uh, a show called uh, young American news. It's like a parody um, news. 
And um, we have a bit coming out about um, about like Muppets, you know what I mean? And so like thinking about doing a Muppet voice, it just makes me cringe. And I, I want to do it because I know I need to get that experience. But fuck, is it hard to like step outside of myself and like actually do it? You know what I mean? Should we try it? <laughs> should, should we both try it right now? A, a, a Muppet voice? Yeah, a Muppet voice. I, I, I've thought about my Muppet voice. Oh, so you, you're crafting your own particular Muppet voice? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying. Um, I've like thought about it. I was like, okay, if I, I've listened to like a lot of Jim Henson and like just like try to like come up with a character. And I've listened to a lot of Elmo and apparently Elmo sounds like he's from New York, which is super weird, but um, <laughs> it's, it's really hard. It's really fucking hard to do. Yeah, see, I, I think the, I might be able to figure out a, a Muppet voice that would still sound exactly like me. Because some Muppets, I think, have deep voices. They're not all super high-pitched. Yeah, Sam the Eagle. He has a deep voice. Yeah, uh, my, my favorite was, uh, when I was a kid, a deep cut here, is a hairy monster. He was a big blue monster. And I really? think he had a really deep, gravelly voice. Um, see. I think my, my favorite uh, Muppet is Bean Bunny. Um, he's from um, Car- like the Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh, OK. Yeah. The little yeah, one, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. He's a little Bean Bunny. And man, he has a, a like a, a typical like little rat voice. Mm. Oh, geez. Cookie Monster has a deep voice. Uh, snuff there you go. <laughs> yeah. Now yeah. we just come up with a shit ton of Muppets. Yeah, now, now I realize it's. My problem is anytime I try to do an accent, it it just gets. I I probably the only one I felt good about was I was playing a uh, a copy of Jackie Gleason from the Honeymooners, mm-hmm. and I was able to watch a couple episodes of the Honeymooners, and be like, all right, it's not going to be perfect, but I can at least get kind of the the essence of it. Yeah, the essence of it. It's not a thick New York accent. It's just kind of a, a slight one that's you can hear on certain sounds. Yeah, yeah I, I played Dracula and I think it was my mom who's like, it sounded like Dracula was an Italian mobster mixed <laughs> with a Russian sometimes. I'm like, yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah, that's what I was going for. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious, man. Um, yeah, I, I mean, one thing that I've done, too, is like I've stepped away from like really doing stand up since COVID. You know, um, I, I now I, I do a lot of writing, a lot of sketch writing. Um, you know, for the show itself, we try to come up with bits and I write all the scripts. So I, you know, I'm constantly like thinking of jokes and I have, I have a writing partner as well. His name is Jacob and hilarious guy. You know, he does, he he lives out in Arizona and he does like sketch comedy out there and like Shakespeare in the park and shit, you know, he's, he's a really talented guy. And, um, it's, it's, it's just nice to like have a creative outlet, you know what I mean? That isn't just stand up. Yeah, no, I, I actually I only got into stand up because I was trying to write screenplays and I was trying to write dark comedies and they weren't very comedy. Mm-hmm. So so I reached out to comedians and they're just like, yeah, yeah, you got to do stand up because get on. St-. And that's also why I started a podcast. They're yeah. like, you got to be entertaining. So figure it out <laughs> no definitely definitely um and i mean for me like i i know that like i bring a certain like element to our writing when jacob and i write and it's like really having like a like a lenin to my like mccartney you know what i mean and i i think that is key and really like 
getting your roots down in the stand-up scene. Cause when I was doing stand-up, there was like three or four dudes that also like happened to like, st- like generally start like around the same time. And so we just became a writing group and we had a lot of fun, smoked a lot of weed. Um, and yeah, it was a great time. That helps. Oh, it, it definitely helps. Oh, for sure. It's, it's, it was always fun. Yeah. My, my brother and I, um, we've done a, a little bit of working together on stuff. And I always found it funny because he's written a novel, so he can be very descriptive awesome. and stuff like that. Whereas I'm, I'm the one who can come up with the one-liners and the like cinematic view of things. Cause I'm too yeah. dumb to write a book, but I can <laughs> kind of read and <laughs> I can watch movies all day. Oh yeah. Fuck. Yeah. And you know, what's funny is like when I watch movies, I'm like, I wouldn't have done that. You know what I mean? Like if I would have written this, it wouldn't have gone that way, but I would just, I'd be a fucking terrible screenwriter. Yeah. I, I, um, I, I'm, I'm, I've been working. I'm now on my third one and none of them are completed. Um, but it's, I, but they're not completed mainly because it's like, I want to hone it in. I want to, come back to it with a different different viewpoint um that always makes it like interesting you know what i mean like adding that like nuance to it that you didn't like see from the very beginning which that's that's pretty rad yeah except for when you're going for comedy even dark comedy and you're like okay you're you're adding way too many layers for some stoner who's eating taco bell who just wants to giggle exactly there you go boom that 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 literally describes me to a t so that makes sense (laughs) so i've (laughs) i've got to uh actually this is a good i'm gonna test this out here you're the first person i'm gonna try this with i'm gonna try to share my screen and show you a video so going back to uh the cheesy gordita bunch podcast i did want to share this video with you i don't think the audio will come through so i'll i'll describe it i i think it might uh just because i've done so uh, can you see the uh the screen again great item by the way yeah well not this one so (laughs) (laughs) oh this was the morning after my god <laughs> oh, that's so fucking funny. <laughs> oh my gosh. So that is that is so sad. <laughs> so, well, the fun thing with that night is I uh I've had the tendency to do this and with COVID it's almost gotten worse. Um I'll I'll go I'm in Florida so I can go out drinking like a normal you know, like pre-COVID, yeah, um, exactly. three, four a.m. I come home and I'm always just starving to death, or so I think. I'm actually very tired. I've learned <laughs> that when I get very tired, I get super hungry. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll order food at four in the morning, pass out on my couch, wake up at like eight o'clock, and realize, fuck, I think I ordered food. So I go to the door; it's sitting on my doorstep. Uh, and that was that night. So I wake up. I'm like, this has been sitting outside for four hours, three and a half. Is it still okay to eat it? Um, so I, I microwaved things. And then I, I eat the first uh, toasted cheddar chalupa. And yeah. I'm like, there's barely any meat in this thing. 
there's barely any. And that was the second one. That's None so at all. funny. Oh my I God. I think they just is- ran out of beef and just were like, this guy's probably drunk and won't notice it's all lettuce. Oh, fuck yeah. Anytime you're ordering food at 4 a.m., that's like, it's always like, oh, that dude's fucking drunk. Um, but no, absolutely. They totally could have ran out of beef. Uh, this past year, I don't know. When, when did you record that video? Um, that was... That was December 5th, 2020. So that was, that was 2020. 13 months ago. Oh my yeah. God. Okay. Never mind. I was going to say there was like a, they had like supply shortage this past year in 2021, but 2020, I don't even know what to say about that. They probably did. Or the Taco Bell employee just didn't give a fuck. I mean, and I think that's a lot of the case. You know what I mean? A, a lot of the time we, um, we did an episode where we reviewed the worst um, Taco bells in america and uh there's one in california that was just almost every single um review was a one star and they're like food would be like really cold like almost like frozen cold uh they would wait in line for like 45 minutes for their crunch wraps you know and when it really came down to it it was just the employees not giving a fuck which is hilarious i so i went god sadly i've got two bad stories within the past month I went, uh, gosh, it, it had to have been Saturday, December 18th. I, uh, was out drinking. Uh, I had a friend who was still okay to drive for the record. Um, <laughs> why, why are you winking? Uh, <laughs> he, <laughs> his girlfriend was in the back seat. I was in the front seat because she's small and I'm big, I guess. I, that's always a weird scenario anyway he, he goes <laughs> to the drive through a taco bell and the girl at the window was either stoned or mentally impaired uh i guess one is i would say maybe both if i'm being completely honest she just stared at my buddy garrett shout out garrett uh <laughs> she just stared at him and it was like, I don't know if she wants to fuck you or if she thinks you're like some alien demon god. <laughs> like she just stared at him. She asked him the dumbest questions and just stared wow. at him the whole time. I think someone else actually had to come and give the food. Like this person was stuck wow. still. Also bad about that is I was joking in the drive through. I'm like, I'll get three of those and one of these. And they're like, oh, you say it, you have to eat it. I'm like, oh, <laughs> and they, they had, I think it was called a grilled cheese burrito or something. Oh my God. Yes. That thing weighed seven burrito. pounds, man. It's a baby. It's a baby of a burrito for sure. Oh my God. I'm, yeah. I, I mean, I've made the mistake of being drunk and under ordering Taco Bell. So I won't make <laughs> that mistake again. This was, I think the first time I literally could not, I ate one of those and I ate, I think a Crunchwrap Supreme. And I'm like, I'm done. Oh, yeah. I cannot eat another one of those burritos. That is the heaviest thing from Taco oh, yeah. Bell I've ever had. And you just got the grilled cheese burrito. You didn't get the double steak grilled cheese burrito Mm-mm. because that double steak grilled cheese burrito, that is like easily like eight pounds, four ounces. You know what I mean? Like legit <laughs> the size of a baby. It's, it's crazy. And it's fucking delicious. Oh my God. My mouth is watering. It, it, it was good. Um, and then uh, I'll be honest. So I, I wake up these two friends I were with were super skinny people. So it's like, they don't even have guilt. Like they wake up, they feel <laughs> fine. I wake up. I'm like, God damn it. 
This is why I'm fat. Why? Why the hell? I I didn't even feel like I, I only ate two items from Taco Bell. I think I put on 18 pounds overnight. <laughs> I just I like that you're sad. You're like hidden, like kicking yourself in the ass because you ate too much Taco Bell, not because you got super fucking drunk. You know what I mean? That's oh no no. <laughs> I would never do that. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I, there's definitely a level of shame that you uh, you have whenever you're done eating like a, a solid Taco Bell order. You know, like I um, like sometimes what I'll do is I'll order on the app. Um, so whenever like my my like fiance is with me, she doesn't see how much I actually order. You know what I mean? Like it's all anonymous. I just go up there. I say, hey, it's Nick. And they're like, OK, pull around. You know what I mean? Or um, <laughs> or when she's not with me. Um, I'll get like two, like $1 menu, like, uh, off the Craven's menu. I'll get like two items off there and like eat them on the way home. And then whenever I'm like home, I'm like, oh yeah, no, I only got me, you know, the crunch wrap supreme and yeah, I don't look like a fat slob. It's nice. I, the, the $5 box helps a lot with that, by the way, because yeah. it's like, I'm going to get the $5 box, which has three items, <laughs> uh, and I'll get this and this. Yeah. Oh yeah. So um, I'm getting five, but they only think I'm getting three. <laughs> <laughs> they <laughs> oh my god i've never thought about that that's so good holy hell um it makes there's... me feel better about my <laughs> no that's that's wow that's really um that's a good thing because I, I i have a lot of shame because there's some items with taco bell that you have to eat like right then and there because if you don't eat it and you wait till you get home it has diminished in value like instantly you know what i mean oh, um yeah quesadilla is one one of the great examples i don't really get the quesadilla anymore but um i feel like it, that's an amateur i feel like that's an amateur taco bell eater oh, it, move it is it definitely is if you get a quesadilla you are a child okay and you don't know what you're getting um whenever whenever somebody asks me like what, what what should i get from taco bell instantly cheesy gordita crunch substitute that you know regular um shell with the doritos locos you know what i mean like that shit hits um but um i forgot what i was talking about oh god i it's it's all been to well you, you know how much a shame of eating taco bell lasts how long the the next night the saints played the bucks i'm a saints fan they beat the bucks nine nothing it was a sunday night game and i hate night games because i get all amped up i'm also <laughs> i'd been drinking since about 2 p.m Naturally. Uh, which should have made me tired, but it did not. It just had me <laughs> drunk and super hyped. Um, my options on Uber Eats were Wawa, McDonald's, and Taco Bell. And I went to Taco Bell, and I ordered $20 worth of food. But 30 minutes later, that order got canceled. I'm like, oh, fuck. I'll order it again. I assume the driver must have been like, ah, I'm not driving to Taco Bell, which is three blocks from my house. But I'm responsible. <laughs> I could have driven there myself. No. Yeah. I'm not driving three blocks. I was drunk. Um, <laughs> and, and you have to make a U-turn when you leave there. And that's just way too much to, to do. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, He's I should be able time, I shouldn't so get that, too yeah. drunk that I shouldn't be able to do it. But let's not go there. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> but I, so I order again. It gets canceled again. I ordered eight times the same order from Taco Bell. It got canceled every time. So I went from being like dancing in my living room, excited to screaming and cursing at my phone. <laughs> I just want fucking Taco Bell. If I had stopped drinking hey. when I first ordered, I would have been sober enough to drive. By <laughs> time I, I, it got canceled the eighth time. But I, I did not do that. 
Oh my. <laughs> so why so why'd they cancel it? I still don't know. One of the drivers is like the restaurant said they're not taking Uber Eats orders at the moment. And I'm like, yes, they are. I'm sending them through Uber Eats. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? That's crazy. I was uh, man. so angry. I ended See, up getting McDonald's at six in the morning, which is like breakfast time for most people. <laughs> yeah, no, that yeah, totally is. <laughs> that's that's crazy. So one, well, actually, one thing I did this year, uh, which I'm really proud of, is they had the McRib out, um, and I ordered a McRib and I put that bitch inside of a chalupa, and it was the best thing I've ever eaten. It was it was amazing. It had like the the crunchy like texture of like a a Taco Bell item with the you know, the amazing patty of a, of a fucking McRib. That would be an amazing concept. I don't think McDonald's would ever participate, but could yeah, you imagine man. if two unrelated, and I know Taco Bell actually is related to several other fast, or at yeah. least they used to yeah. be. Uh, Pizza Hut, Long John Silver's, all them. Oh, yeah, you never go. Did you have the Taco Bell Pizza Huts? Oh, combos? yeah. Uh, oh, fuck, yeah. That um, never go. Um, oh my I've god! I've had a KFC, um, Pizza Hut, and Taco Bell. Like we call that the Holy Trinity down here. You know what I mean? Like that's you can get it all. It's great. I, my thing with that was anytime I went to the Taco Bell Pizza Hut. Usually, I think this was the time I was married. Uh, so my ex-wife was pregnant. Probably half the time we went there, but she would <laughs> always want. They would always be out of something very like ridiculous. Like she, I'd want like, you know, a bean burrito and a cheesy potato burrito, which I don't know if that exists anymore. That used to be my favorite thing. Not a burrito, but a taco. Yes. Oh, see, I love the, I love the beef cheese potato burrito. Oh, mm, they may have that. That was, I, I, don't, I don't remember. It. No, I, I don't think it exists now, but it existed when I was in high school. I know that. <laughs> was I that uh it. 90 um i'm just kidding was it 90 uh high school like no i was class of 2005 oh wow okay hmm. so not not too far no. <laughs> <laughs> i was 2010 so five years after yeah 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 please <laughs> age 30 to 35 is rough if you keep eating the taco bell i can tell you if I'm being honest with you, I've slowed down. Like I used to like now I'm, I'm, li I'm uh, limiting all my Taco Bell to just new items. You know, they're, mm. they're releasing some chicken wings um, within the next two weeks. It, it, you can only get them between two and five. That's your boy. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to be there. I'm going to give me some chicken wings. Um, so yeah, I'm wings, only, huh? Oh yeah. Yeah. They're like a dry rub. They're like coated in like uh, what is it called? like uh, tortilla chips and like Mexican seasoning. And it comes with like a, a jalapeno ranch. I'm excited. I feel like they, they're going to be dynamite because they are connected with KFC still. Right. Oh yeah. So they know, I mean, look, KFC's chicken sandwich is spectacular. Oh yeah. It's a banger. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, KFC, believe it or not, they know how to make fried chicken. So I would assume they could <laughs> use some of that knowledge to help Taco Bell make a good wing. For sure. And um, Taco Bell actually did a um, chicken sandwich. Um, this, I had this that. Past. It was amazing. I loved it. It was great. It was a little spicy for me, but yes, it was good. <laughs> that is the whitest shit I've ever heard. It was a little spicy. 
Well, see, I can get the spicy chicken sandwich from KFC, and I'm cool. Despite, <laughs> I don't. Maybe it was just you know the extra Mexican seasoning on there. <laughs> I I felt like it was a little spicier, but I don't know if there was a spicy and a regular version of it. There was but, a spicy and a regular. Oh, I definitely uh, got the spicy version. Okay, yeah, the spicy had jalapenos on it. Oh, it was again. It was it was still good, and it was not like I could. I didn't stop eating it or anything. For sure, for sure. In, in my defense. I just, uh, you know, this gives you heartburn the next day sometimes. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, and, and the thing is about those, they were, like, tiny. You know what I mean? They, like, the yes. size of your hand. And I got, like, three of them, like, in my freezer. Um, we're waiting until March to bust them bad boys out and see how well they they reheat. I oh, bet nice. it's not going to go well. So that's, uh, that's one thing with fast food of all kinds is the reheating, especially yeah. with uber eats and i'll be honest i'm a i'm a i'm fat but i'm even fatter inside like my personality is like 600 pounds i'm not (laughs) i'm not nearly that much but my personality is like i just want to eat all the time everything oh yeah Um, but the the uber eats and delivery places you know you have to get 15 dollars worth of food which isn't that hard most of the time at my two favorite fast food places, which are Arby's and Taco Bell. Hey, Arby's is amazing. I, I love Arby's. Most underrated fast food place on the planet. I, I agree. I think that they get a bad rap because of their meat, but they're they're like, I will never go to, excuse me, I can always go to Arby's and always be satisfied. Um, they have those buffalo bites and they used to have that berry sauce. I don't know if they do anymore, but my gosh, that shit was amazing. Yeah, and, and even just double beef and cheddar, man. It's yeah. I like roast beef. <laughs> Same. Same. I, you know, when I was a kid, it used to freak me out looking at the Arby's meat because it had like that shine on it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't understand that shine, but now I do. And I'm like, oh, that's some good shit. Yeah, well, they, and now they, they've got some like high-end stuff that's like $9 for, I'm like, Ugh, I feel dirty buying a $9 <laughs> sandwich from a fast food place. Yeah, and that's when you you tell your girlfriend, "Let's go." Oh, no, it was only like six bucks. Do you have uh? Do you have Wawa out out there? No, no we don't. Oh, see, Wawa has uh, they picked like the Tampa Bay area to be like their second home after the Philly area. Um, we have well, Wawa's Wawa? like a, it's a it's a gas station, but it is also a basically a, a hoagie place. I mean, oh, really? they make out of chain places and again it wouldn't be considered chain to you but out of chain (laughs) places they make the best aside from you could argue firehouse or jersey mics and i don't know if you have either of those oh yeah oh yeah i love me firehouse subs and some jersey mics what do you think about quiznos it's okay um it's the one i went to down here didn't put out a good product and I think it was more on the franchise than on the okay. on the brand, if that makes sense. No, no, that, that makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, man. I, I what about Witch Witch? I, I mean, I love a good sandwich, you know what I mean? Especially when it comes I don't to think like we chain. have Witch Witch down here. Oh, there I think there is one in Tampa. Mm. Now I, I actually, if you don't mind, I have a question for you. Yeah. It's a question we ask like literally everybody that comes onto the onto the show and you're a quality guy. You like sandwiches. Um, is a taco a sandwich? Ooh, that's a great question. I mean, 
I, I guess you could consider it one, um, but I don't know the essence. So uh, let, let me let me segue that because this is how I view food. And, you, okay. you know, I've told you before, I don't know if it was on the podcast or before that I'm Italian. Yeah. Um, so I make. I started making this in probably December and my kids love it so much. I've made it six times. Nice. I make what I call a taco lasagna. So I grill tortillas. I put one on the bottom. I put refried beans, rice, onion, uh, taco seasoned beef, uh, cheese, another grilled tortilla and just layer it just like a lasagna. It's just layers. Sounds amazing. Um, it is fucking out of this world amazing it's gotten so much better as i've continued to do it and like i keep adding and i just call it taco lasagna what kind of um, seasoning what kind of taco seasoning i just use the ones that i get in a packet uh the packet taco bell sells them if you go to like I Walmart. Did, the last one i made was taco bell because i oh, try yeah. i've i'm trying different ones i old oh, el nice. paso is the one i use most but i used taco bell last time um and it was good I, I it, <laughs> the one thing I'll say is the leftovers did not heat up. I didn't like to taste as much leftover, okay. but that might have nothing to do with that. I also mixed it. You know, the leftovers is kind of just a oh, pile yeah. of mess. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. So I can't blame Taco Bell for that. Um, and eventually I'm going to season the tacos by just picking my favorite parts of each you know, like a whole chef, make it obnoxious, <laughs> make my own taco blend. Um, but so I call that taco lasagna. So yeah. I guess hypothetically. Uh, so when I make tacos for my kids, I always wrap them up for them. And mm -hmm. my kids are like, well, these are burritos, not tacos. And I'm like, it's the same fucking thing. <laughs> Just eat it. So yeah. I guess my point is. <sighs> You can call it a sandwich. You can call it lasagna. You know, if you if you deconstruct two or three tacos, that's a, that could be considered lasagna. It's just Fair not, enough. you know. See, <laughs> I, I, I totally agree with you. I think I totally think a, a taco is a sandwich because uh, an interesting point brought was brought up to me that a um, a taco is like a cultural sandwich. You know what I mean? Um, the yeah. Aztecs were the ones who had like come up with the taco and. You know, that's kind of been passed down through like Mexican heritage and shit like that. And it's basically a sandwich, you know, it's, it's, it's a vertical sandwich basically. And um, granted, you know, Taco Bell was the first one to create a hard shell tortilla, like a hard shell taco. Taco oh, Bell. Really? Created, yeah. Taco Bell created that. Glenn Bell did. Um, and um, back in California in the sixties, they called them tacos because uh, you know, White. So there were no hard shell tacos until Taco Bell made them. Until Glenn Bell, um, Glenn Bell Jr., you know, um, wow. deep fried some tacos. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, and, you know, one of the things that he was, like, really afraid of is that, um, like, it wouldn't be, like, welcomed in the general public because he felt like Mexican food was too spicy for, like, white people. You know what I mean? So he, uh, the original, like, taco sauce was his chili um his chili like um recipe you know so yeah i mean people ended up loving it and i mean i don't know how many stores they got like seven thousand stores now like worldwide yeah it's amazing because now i've always been a soft taco guy i don't like hard taco 
Me too. Um, except for the Doritos taco shell is that's that's different. We can both that's, agree that's different. Doritos, and someone actually told me this. They're they're scientifically chemically made so that every time you eat a Dorito, your mouth sensors feel like it's the first time you've ever tasted it. Oh yeah. Um, which is goes back to the the first bite of the apples, the best, which is, you know, it's all just in your brain. Yeah. Um, but Doritos every time, man. It hits every time. <laughs> no, for sure. Every single time. And, you know, one of the things, um, you know, with the Doritos Loco shell is they tried that, like it was pitched in the nineties and someone like the, the, I forgot who it was, um, maybe like the um, product manager or whatever, they passed on it. You know what I mean? They're like, ah, you know, let's, let's not do it. And then Steve Gomez came and he's like, wait, I think we could do a Doritos, you know, Dorito shell. They tried literally like 40 different type of recipes and then finally came up with the right recipe. And it was so simple. All they had to do was just make the, uh, the, the shell out of the same dough. And like the same, like the same exact thing from, uh, from like the regular Doritos shells. And they're like, Oh, sweet. You know what I mean? Like it ended up working out great. And it, yeah, it doesn't seem from a cooking perspective that it would be that difficult. It doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it took them so long to, to figure it out too. I'm also so pissed that, uh, I can't remember. So I'm refilling a drink. I'm not peeing. No, 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 oh, no worries. <laughs> uh, the, um, I, I'm so pissed. I can't remember. I got in an argument with somebody because uh, we had a food truck at work trying to phase in on who it was. And they served everything in, in soft tortillas. Yeah. And they're like, oh, no, they don't do real tacos and hard shells. And I'm, and I'm so pissed. I did not understand this because I'd be like, you bitch. <laughs> Hard shells are Taco Bell's invention. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's crazy. The like type of impact that Taco Bell has had, like on the zeitgeist in general, it, it's insane. Um, I mean, we do a bunch of episodes, like uh, one, one of the, my like favorite talking points about Taco Bell is how they failed in Mexico twice. You know, like how, like they, they tried it, um, in the nineties, um, and they like failed horribly. Like it was, it was also in a KFC combo restaurant. Mm. Um, they, yeah. So they didn't really like put their whole hearts into it. And they also had like a little, like a food cart, um, that Taco Bell did. And they, they failed both times because they were just providing like ground beef. And in Mexico, um, that's more of like a picadillo, um, like taco, as opposed to like your traditional tacos, which have like actual cuts of meat in it you know what i mean right um yeah but like yeah we we do a bunch of like really like good topics um you know talked about gidget the taco bell dog and did two episodes i read i had to read the book her book um to really understand who gidget the taco bell dog was and it was it was awesome <laughs> i i just know that that made the joke so easy when i think i was in high school when i was the joke was like oh yeah taco bell uses uh chihuahua meat in their tacos <laughs> oh yeah um i i always heard the rumor that they use like five or six different dogs because the dogs kept dying or something you know what i mean um but yeah there's like there were like three dogs but there was one like main taco bell dog that you would see the rest were just purely for like lighting references nice yeah. I, see i didn't know that you could have told me there were 22 
Taco <laughs> Bell dogs. Hey, and the Taco Bell dog was a female. Yeah, it was a female dog. Yeah, I, I, I think I might have actually heard that one, but yeah, that's like real trivial. Like people are like, "Hey, did you know?" You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, I may have heard that at a trivia night at a bar, <laughs> and then I instantly said, "I wonder if uh, Taco Bell would deliver food here." <laughs> <laughs> and they fucking cancel your order nine times. <laughs> now I will. I will say that is a consistent problem I've had. Uh, really. With, with Taco Bell on Uber Eats. Um, so I don't want to cast blame on either party. It's probably Uber Eats. Probably. I actually, uh, again, I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to lose weight. But <laughs> yesterday I got a huge tiff because Arby's canceled my order or said they didn't get my order from Uber <laughs> Eats. <laughs> so I'm doing a good job on the weight loss plan. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. That's awesome. Um, I- I, I was talking to my buddy uh, earlier today and I'm like, I just realized the flaw in my logic. So I'll order from Arby's and it'll be like, no, I just want the sandwich. I'm not going to eat the curly fries. Those are not healthy. I'm just going to get the sandwich and another sandwich. <laughs> so I'm going to turn down the 300 calorie fries for an 800 calorie sandwich. That's healthy. <laughs> Hey, that's that's thinking right there. That's a thinking man's diet. That's three dimensional diet three, <laughs> or 300 pound man diet. Oh, yeah. If I keep it up, I'll get there. <laughs> I know. Like, so uh, I went to this like Ren Fair for my 30th birthday and I, I saw this like palm reader and she I didn't tell her like anything about me, but she was like, you got to take care of your liver. You know what I mean? And I'm like, how does this bitch know I eat Taco Bell all the time? You know, like <laughs> I was very I was very shook. Um do you like the Baja Blast? I've never had one. It was great <laughs> with you. Um, you've That's... never had a Baja Blast? You shouldn't say that out loud. You should probably cut this out of the, the podcast. Well, that's like a, that's very, a lot of shame. That's a very sugary drink, right? <laughs> I, I mean, I guess you're right. Um, as, you, <laughs> as you drink Crown Royal. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like, so the thing about the Baja Blast, it was literally created to enhance the flavor of your Taco Bell. So I, I, I really? yes, yes, it was. Yes. Um, it, that's why it's like, it's exclusive to Taco Bell and seasonally it'll come out like at like Walmart or some shit. Now does it yeah. mix with a liquor? <laughs> hey, probably I had a, if you go to a cantina, you can get a Baja Blast and like Tito's. Oh, okay. I, I, you know, I maybe could, <laughs> maybe I'll make a point to, to get one and mix it with Tito's. There you go. Yeah, you should. And, and then eat you some Taco Bell. Boom. You're good to go. Yeah. Well, the Taco Bell, of course, I'm not going to get a Baja Blast and not get food while I'm there. <laughs> yeah. That, that's I'm not a like psychopath. That, I was going to say that's like sacrilegious as fuck is just getting a Baja Blast. Well, well, that's oh, God damn. I, again, I have so many Taco Bell stories that it, it drives me insane. But I went someplace. I still remember some guy in the car was like, I'll just take a soft taco. I'm like, and just one, <laughs> just a soft taco. I'm like, how many? One. That's, what is wrong with you? <laughs> that's a child's order. That is a child's order. I don't even I don't even think that I, I think that's a sociopath's order. <laughs> Like I was afraid he was going to murder all of us in the car. 
fuck yeah, you got to make him sit in the front seat or even make him drive. You know what I mean? Oh, he just drive us off a cliff. All right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I couldn't imagine going to Taco Bell and just getting a soft taco. Though there is a record currently, and I feel like I could probably beat this. Um, a guy eats three soft tacos in 24 seconds. You think you could beat that? Uh, you got to swallow it and everything? It's a lot harder than you think. Yeah, I don't. You know why I don't think I could do that? Because for some stupid reason, this is how what an idiot dad I am. A month or two ago, I tried the saltine challenge uh, oh. in front of my kids because I was like, <laughs> I'm like, you guys haven't eaten saltines before. Uh, one of them had an upset stomach. So I, I think my daughter. So I was I bought saltines. I was and I'm like, oh, yeah, there's a saltine challenge. And I, I think it's eat six and 60 seconds without yeah. water. And like I, I got like <laughs> three and I'm like, <laughs> all right, I'm just going to shove the next three in my mouth. Then I'm like, nope, because I'm not going to finish those. I'm like, give me some water. No, hey, you got to you got to do the cinnamon challenge. You remember that oh, from God, like 2007? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I might try the soft taco record, but I still <laughs> hey, remember the, the easiest to buy more tacos. <laughs> we, uh, a place I used to work, we had a, a vending machine and they had some weird, it was refrigerated. They had some weird stuff and they had uh, chili, chili dogs. Mm. There are two chili dogs and they were v- vertically like this and the chili yeah. was just suspended on them. <laughs> and there were there were two packs of two in there and How i was just looking at them and joking about them and someone's like i will pay you 20 bucks if you can eat those four in four minutes and i said ah 10 minutes and i said eight minutes i'm like deal Fuck uh, yeah. and then they did rectify it that i had to put ghost pepper sauce on two of them <laughs> uh at last minute and i'm like all right that's fine I could drink water and I finished oh, in less yeah. than four minutes, but <laughs> how, how good were they though? Not bad. They were hot dogs. And the chili. <laughs> you know, even bad chili is still not that bad. I feel like I've never had chili. That's like, Oh, that's awful. I'm like, no, yeah, it's, it's chili. <laughs> I think you're right. Cause like, I think about like low grade hot dogs and they're still pretty good. The mm-hmm. only bad part about it would be probably the bun because bread can taste gross. Oh, yeah. One of the buns was very hard because it's been Ah. like flash frozen and refrigerated (laughs) for two weeks. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. Okay. so it's yeah. the buns were the the buns were probably the toughest part. My lips got numb because I decided I'd eat a ghost pepper one first and my lips just got numb. So then it got so much easier to just be like, "Ah, I'm just chewing stuff at this point. Fuck yeah. See, the uh, the only so I've done two. like competitions, like food competitions in my life. Um, first one was just myself. I wanted to see if I could eat 80 nuggets, 80 chicken nuggets. And I was able to eat 80 chicken nuggets. I haven't had chicken nuggets since. Oh, but, I would uh, imagine. No, yeah, it was, it was, it was a lot of chicken nuggets. And it was when McDonald's was selling the the 40 pieces. It was like during like Super Bowl season. So I was like, give me two forties. You know what I mean? And I went over there, pounded them. Uh, I felt terrible after but I was very happy with myself. I was like, yeah, you know, I'm a young guy. I'm like 22, 23. It was, it was, it was a point of, point I'm going to put pride. that on my resume. <laughs> yeah, 80 nugget Nick, baby. Uh, and then, 
<laughs> and then another one was a um, pumpkin pie eating contest. Mm-hmm. I I, um, I ate six pumpkin pies. Oh, yeah, that was hard. That was also hard to do. So so um, so, how long did the chicken McNuggets take? Um, the eighty nuggets, nuggets uh, took about um, thirty minutes. Yeah. All right. I I haven't had a chicken nugget in like twenty years, so I'm not sure. <laughs> You're missing out. I'm, I bet they're good still. Well, I, I eat McChickens on occasion. So, oh, okay. yeah. Well, now, did you know McDonald's is putting the McChicken patty in a bunch of their breakfast food? Oh, my Absolutely. God. Absolutely. Oh, my God. The McGriddle McChicken. Oh, it, it's, my God. It's amazing. It is amazing. Oh, my God. I'm happy. I get the oh, egg and bacon know. and the McChicken and the McGriddle. It's like. God, we if you just listen to this podcast, you would think we were like 600 pounds. You know, like this is, we are we are the fattest guys alive right now on this podcast. My mouth is like literally watering. I know, and uh, I unfortunately came into this not having eaten much, so I'm gonna be like me neither. I'm like hungry as fucker now. <laughs> I'm about to bust out that Taco Bell that I have in my my freezer to so satisfy this. The the other thing, the pumpkin pies. So if my parents get to this episode, because my parents insist on listening to them in order, and I think they're stuck about two months back. (laughs) So if they ever get here, one of them (laughs) bought a frozen pumpkin pie from someplace when I was a child. And one of them, and I don't know who, and I don't blame either one of you, because I don't need more pumpkin pie in my life, to be quite honest, but they burnt it. And I ate it and it was the most disgusting thing yeah. I've ever ingested in my life. And I cannot eat pumpkin pie. Really? Cannot what? touch it. I used to love it. I used to eat it anytime I would just be That's insane. super piggy with it. Yeah. And yeah. that was like seven years old. I want to say like I was really <laughs> young. I have not touched pumpkin pie since then. Wow. My my younger sister, she's a fancy cooking person. She made like a pumpkin pie cheesecake and I love cheesecake. So I tried it and I'm like, I mean, it's good, but I can't <laughs> eat it. It, it. It's got too much of that growth. Like I, I want to vomit just. Yeah. Uh, wow. So. That's crazy. I couldn't imagine my life without pumpkin pie. Like my my birthday's in November and I don't like cake. You know what I mean? So I, I get I pumpkin either. pie. <laughs> yeah, I get pumpkin pie every year. And I, and, but it has to be like a Marie calendars. You know what I mean? It can't be that like pre-made bullshit. It does have to be the frozen stuff. And it's so good. I couldn't imagine my life without pumpkin pie. So I, I basically just stopped eating dessert for the same reason I've stopped eating fries. Like I, I, my mom makes homemade pizza for my birthday. So she's like, what do you want for dessert? I'm like, I'm just going to eat pizza until I'm going to explode. And then I don't have room for dessert. Uh, But I used to have her make me make uh or have her make me uh, peanut butter pie. Oh, that sounds delicious. What, what's in the peanut butter pie? Uh, it's mostly, I think, just peanut butter and cream cheese. <laughs> oh, okay. In okay. A, in a, she made it in an Oreo pie crust. Man, and that's then, love. That's some Italian shit right there, too. I got to say, like that, I feel like when you, like I watched a lot of Wife Swap, and like always the Italian people are the ones that like have the big old feast and like home a bunch of homemade stuff. That's Man, hats off to you on that. That sounds like some good shit. 
Yeah, I eat a combination of the most homemade and fast food, at, <laughs> uh, probably possibly of anyone in the world. <laughs> uh, yeah, I will. I, I I've turned into the last couple of years. I've turned into a good cook myself. But if I don't have something planned, well, fast food is <laughs> Taco Bell's three blocks down the road. Yeah, and and by the way, if you because Wawa is open twenty four seven. So oh. if you were ever in a place with a Wawa, get a get a chicken parm sub or something. Good like, to know. They're excellent. And they're like they're 10 inches and they're like, I want to say like six bucks. Oh, that sounds so good. I am Jeff. I'm hungry. <laughs> I, I, I cannot wait. Uh, well, I'm going to eat like right after this. this is, you've just made me the hungriest man alive right now. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I I. I this this episode should be uh, sponsored by like a uh, some people with eating disorders that they won't eat. <laughs> Although oh, yeah. I don't know if it'll help. It might just make. <laughs> I you know one thing that we joke about on the show is that we're never going to be sponsored by Taco Bell mm. because like Taco Bell just hears our show like one time because we keep it pretty honest. You know what I mean? Like Taco Bell does some fucked up shit. And uh, when they when they put out a new item or they put out a, a bad item, you know, we we got to talk about it and be like completely unbiased. You know, it's not always a Taco Bell love fest. And if Taco Bell heard some of the shit that we say about them, you know what I mean? Like it would be they would definitely never sponsor us. I so I had that discussion with uh, well, not with them, but about them. Someone's yeah. like oh, Crown Royal should sponsor your podcast. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but. Like their big ad campaign right now is like take a water break between your drinks. And I'm talking about, hey, I was drinking for 16 hours straight. <laughs> That's so fucking. I'm like, so I don't think I'm on brand for what they're going for at the moment. <laughs> hey, in the 80s, I bet they would have loved you. You know what I mean? Like oh, when God, they... yeah. Oh, yeah. They Like the, you'd be the Marlboro man for like Crown Royal. Some uh, one of the open mics I went to. Uh, a black comic was up on stage and he knew me well enough to know to ask this question. Usually you pick on the audience, but he wanted to ask me. He's like, what era would you have been like if you could pick any era to be in? I'm like, oh, the 60s, man. You can drink at work and everything. He's like, yeah, and I have a separate water fountain and bathroom. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm just talking about the alcohol part. God damn it. <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> yeah, that was a good that was in his defense, that was you picked That's the right a good person. Shit. Oh, for <laughs> sure. Definitely. He had not asked me beforehand. He just knew exactly this guy. That's one thing I like to do when I go to an open mic. I do have a few drinks at the bar ahead of time. Um I am completely sober when I take the stage because no matter what, I've never gone up there and not had the adrenaline pumping. My heart's beating yeah. through my chest. Um, no matter how much I've had to drink beforehand, but just it usually just a few. And then I like to hang out at the bar afterwards and talk to the comics who don't run away. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I like to make friends with the staff, too. I feel like it's. Get a couple extra drink tickets. Well, and, you know, if the, I don't know. I, it's like it, if they like me, they're more likely to be like, eh, yeah, let's give them a slot or something. Oh, for sure. Definitely. Definitely. So it's, it's, that's why I don't like the, like you said, 
going back to the stand-up, getting away from the tacos. <laughs> That's why I like the uh I I I mean I I'm I'm have no I'm not saying anything bad about them, but the ones who get on stage and dart out the door, it's like eh, I feel like you're not getting the the essence of the place. I'd rather have a place. I don't yeah. know. I'm not gonna ever make a lot of money doing stand-up, I can tell you. <laughs> well, see, I, I think that's the biggest, probably the biggest difference is like you have that, like you feel like you're not gonna make a bunch of money from it. And the other person is probably like, I need to grind fucking my ass off to like make these jokes funny. And I mean, I totally get it, but I'm I'm kind of in the boat with you with like the I don't know, you know, like there's a good um <clears throat> I don't know. There's an atmosphere there, you know, that, that you don't have. And granted, um, sometimes you wish there were definitely more audience members in stand-up comics, but you know, a lot of the time that's not how it works and it sucks that it doesn't work like that. But, you know, having that, uh, that stand up there, you, even after you had to sit through their set, you know what I mean? It's, it, it's nice. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the, the one thing is you, you've only ever heard the people who went on before you. <laughs> yeah. Cause even, even if I'm staying at the place, I'm going to the bar. I'm <laughs> oh, not for sure. <laughs> no, definitely. Yeah. I, um, I couldn't tell you a, a, a single person, like the lineup, you know what I mean? Like I'm also the same way. I'm, but I'm out in like the front or in the back, like smoking a joint or something. Yeah. 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 We just have different weapons of, of uh, <laughs> different weapons of choice, I think would be the, uh, the correct way to say it, but for sure. Uh, Still both very effective and good weapons. Still make us eat like shit. <laughs> yeah, that's, you know, that's that's part of the reason I think I, I don't do a lot of weed. Uh, man, I have the munchies all the time. I so I can't add something. That get... <laughs> like I, I went through a phase where I was doing edibles a lot uh, a few years ago. Actually, I think it was a few years ago. I was doing edibles kind of frequently when I did not have my children, of course. Uh, and I would have this mental thing. I'd order food and the food would get there. I'd eat it. And then I'd be like, oh, I can't wait till the food gets here and go on and be like, oh, <laughs> shit, I already ate that food. I need more food. I'm starving. <laughs> Hey, that happens to me too. Um, like me and my my fiance will like order from like different places, and then we're like, should we get dessert? And then we'll like order dessert somewhere else, you know. Luckily, she has like a really fast metabolism, so I'm the only one like gaining weight this whole time. <laughs> That's it's. Uh, I've I found it's it's healthier for me if I hang out with, you know, other people who struggle with weight because it's like they'll be like, oh, you're gonna eat Taco Bell fine i'll take some oh you're gonna get mcdonald's now two hours later okay i'll take that yeah, you got room for me on that tab yeah and then i get uh wawa is the 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 one that kills me probably more than anyone else because you'll get a hoagie so i'll get a hot hoagie mm. and then i'll get a cold one because i'm like i'll put that in the fridge i'll eat that tomorrow and i would bet you more than 60 percent of the time i eat both of them in the same way <laughs> Oh yeah, I, I know that shame. Um, <laughs> I, I know that shame, but I don't know. I, you know, I like now, now that I think about like my weight and, you know, I am just trying to eat better, not because I feel like I'm some fat slob, but because I, I just turned 30, you know what I mean? And I'm not that like, 
Like whenever I, I even drink a little bit, like the next morning, I don't feel good, you know? So, um, I, I'm just trying to eat better so I can like live into like my sixties as opposed to like dying here soon because of a heart attack or something, you know? Yeah. How I just turned 35 less than a month ago. So I'll get to that maturity level probably by the time <laughs> I'm 40. I still hey, feel fine yeah. after a night of drinking. Now the, the food, the food though, that, that, that can get to me. <laughs> See, I don't know. I feel like I like am like revitalized when I eat like a bunch of Taco Bell. You know, I eat a bunch of Taco Bell. I don't feel like immediately. I don't feel like a fat slob. I feel like, oh yeah, it's like Popeye and a spinach. You know what I mean? But then uh, <laughs> I drink and it happens. It's not a good idea. That's the immediate feeling when I eat almost anything. It's like, yes. <laughs> like it's like cocaine almost it's like yes I, I feel great and then the next morning it's like ah, i shouldn't have done that yeah, yeah that, that fantastic drip is gone and now you just feel like a, a greasy slob yeah yeah and just like chug as much water as possible so it will leave my system yeah i like one thing i've done so last year um my resolution for the year was every time i got taco bell I um, got a Baja blast with it. Yes. You know, I heard I, that. <laughs> I, I got to enhance that, um, you know, that, that, that flavor profile there. And uh, that is not a good, you know, that is not a good look. You know, I, I, I would say I now I've cut out sodas like completely um, just because like, I, I feel like I may be like pre-diabetic because of like drinking so much fucking like Baja blast. Yes. Also, the color is unnatural. You know what I mean? Like that color is just completely unnatural. It's so weird. much weird chemicals in that shit. So much weird chemicals. So I, I'm I'm giving it a break. Um, yeah. Do you know? Do you know one of the weirdest things? Jumping back to something I said earlier, I've I've always yo-yoed in weight, and I'm in a very high point on my yo-yo right now. It's above my hand, I think, at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, two times that I've lost the most weight. One of the things that I always had in my house was Doritos because the focus was on, on quantity control. Yeah. And it was something like 13 Doritos is like 110 calories or something like that. And I would literally sit there and count the Doritos (laughs) 13. And I'm like, that's it. When you're counting them, they're not no. as delicious. <laughs> oh, no, fuck no. You can't savor it, you know? Yeah, when you're just shoving your hands in it. But when you count 13 Doritos, you're like, you know what? That was the right amount. I'm done. <laughs> and yeah. I, I, but I, that, so maybe I need to get more Doritos in my house. Yeah. No, it, it sounds like it. Uh, <laughs> by the time, by the time I talk to you next year, you're going to be like Christian Bale and like the machinist. You know what I mean? Like just skin and bones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff, you need to eat some Taco Bell or you're going to fucking die. <laughs> I mean, does the Doritos Loco count? Because, I mean, that's protein. Um, that's like probably 13 Doritos. You know, it also has like a salad in the middle of it, you know, with lettuce and tomato. Yeah. Well, if it's anything like my uh, toasted cheddar chalupa, it'll just be lettuce in the middle. <laughs> That's crazy. You know, I, I would have expected that from like a, uh, so this past year, they also did the, um, the naked chicken chalupa, uh, which is just like a chicken patty coated with like chalupa, um, like, um, chalupa shit. 
And um, that's what you get. You know what I mean? You just get like a chalupa with lettuce and like tomatoes and avocado ranch in it. Um, that's what I, that's what I initially thought when I saw that. I was like, huh. So somebody, and this was not a stupid thing to say, but they're <laughs> like, did you somehow like make it? So like you ordered it as a vegan? <laughs> I'm like, well, you know, the cheese on the shell would have kind of ruined that. But I understand like if they had a, a vegan option, you would have so many idiots being like, yep, I want that being like, That's... here's a tortilla with lettuce. <laughs> uh, you know, the thing is, is um, Taco Bell has so many vegetarian options, though. It, I was re- reading an article and they had like 250,000 different combinations you can make for a vegetarian meal. And um, the bean burrito, uh, bean burrito yeah. is still something I get like if I'm just like, I don't think I ordered enough. I'll get a bean burrito also. Delicious. <laughs> Vegetarian. You don't add anything else like avocado ranch or any type of sauces on it? No. No. I, so, so you order it that way? I mean, you can. Hmm. You can. I'm, yeah, you can I'm, just... I might have to add avocado ranch next time. <laughs> hey, my, my go-to item is is um a number six which is a chalupa um chalupa combo um swap out the beef for chicken you uh just put some avocado ranch on that and oh my gosh it's amazing i'm like i'm probably gonna order some taco bell here (laughs) (laughs) i've ruined your night (laughs) (laughs) yeah i gotta play i'm playing D &D after this um so that's like a great you know a great mix of taco bell and D. it's actually perfect sounds like a great night in actually that that's uh you know you can't go wrong. I've never played D&D, but it's it's fun. It's a I lot did, of fun. I did I did once play like a role playing game like D&D just for fun and I'm like, "Ah, this is fun." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 really fun time. Um it, it also allows me to like stretch my comedy um like legs cuz we're doing we're actually producing a um, we're producing a couple of shows this year, but one of the shows we're doing is called um The Land of Cheese and Sauces. Um, a Taco Bell Let's Play. And one of uh, our writers had written, like made a bunch of like character classes and shit like that. And so we're going to play it. We we did like a, a test run for our Friendsgiving episode where we like fought a, a flavorless dragon and there was like cults, you know, trying to put raisins and everything and take the flavor out of life. Um, it was a lot of fun. So you, you should de- definitely check it out. But um, yeah, we're, we're putting out a, a new show just like that. And it's, it's going to be fucking rad. I'm, I'm very excited for it. And I will link the cheesy gordita bunch. Said that Thank right, you. right? I, yeah. I Every time I'm like, I'm going to mess it up. <laughs> um, well. I say it so much now. Like when I order cheesy gordita crunch, I almost like 90% of the time say cheesy gordita bunch. So. Yeah, no, that that makes sense. I was I was afraid of doing the opposite. Now I'll probably do that next time I go to Taco Bell. Yeah. No. Um, but other than that, Nick, where can people find you or the or your podcast all that stuff? Yeah, um, all you have to do is go to cheesygorditanetwork.com. Um, we have our episodes on there. You have like bios of all of our writers and all of our hosts. Um, we got two new shows coming out this year, one about adult swim, the other about um, Broadway, you know, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, check us out. Um, and yeah, just go to cheesygordita.network.com and we're pretty much on every platform, Apple, Spotify, or even on an audible now, you know, so which is cool. 
Nice. Nice. Yeah. The uh, Adult Swim. Am I a bad father if I show my nine-year-old son Rick and Morty episodes? No, no, no. Rick and Morty I, is I pick a modern-day Futurama. You know what I mean? Modern-day Futurama right there. Um, probably less intelligent, but yeah, I, I think you should watch it. Yeah, but I'm I, a stoner. I'm a stoner, thirty-year-old who doesn't have kids. I'm a funkel. <laughs> so probably not the right guy to ask. Exactly. <laughs> not definitely not the right guy to ask. Or exactly the right guy to ask, depending <laughs> on your perspective. Yeah, because when they come to my house, my nephews and nieces, we watch Rick and Morty. Yeah. Well, I would highly recommend some episodes. <laughs> T- total recall should be a necessity. Oh, there's only oh, one definitely. part in that in that episode where I'm like, eh, don't know if I want you to watch that. But that's a hey, whole separate thing. <laughs> you can come on our Adult Swim podcast. We'll talk about it. All right. Well, Nick, I won't keep you any longer because I think it would basically be hunger torture at that point. Um, yes. Thank you very much for coming on. Uh, and I'm out of ice, too. So. <laughs> it's a great combo. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. I'm happy we've, we've met in the middle there. Uh, but, hey, Jeff, thank you so much for having me on, dude. You're, you're hilarious, and I, I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, Nick. All right, that is it. That is the episode. I had a lot of fun recording it. Um, Nick's a very funny guy, just fun to talk to, very natural conversation, talking about the things we love most. Um, The reason why, you know, Gosh, I should, I should send this podcast to my buddy, uh, Jonathan McClernan, and have him uh, analyze this for my food eating habits. Um, trying to make a change, and I am I am going to. Uh, I, I don't do New Year's resolutions, but I do, you know, the uh, I've got two weddings in the first four months of 2022 that I'm a groomsman in. I would like to not be a fat whale. The one in February, it's a little too late for that. <laughs> the one in April, uh, I, I have time to lose a decent amount of weight before then. Unfortunately, I'm getting fitted for the tux next week. So, you know, I might be uh, having my pants fall down, which, you know, it wouldn't be the first time at a wedding that that's, uh, that that's been the case. <laughs> I... I I think I brought this up when I talked about my trip to Buffalo on a podcast months and months ago. I got sized for a tuxedo here and flew to Buffalo, and it was a couple months difference. I lost about 15 pounds, and those tuxedo pants, they don't uh, don't have belts. So you're kind of at the mercy of still fitting in the pants that you got sized for, Um, and mine didn't. Uh, and I wasn't the only one, but I was, I had the worst situation, uh, where I literally, if I walked without, you know, kind of grabbing, putting my hand in my pocket to keep my pants up, uh, they would just start sliding on down. Um, so I, I went to the bartender and this was a, uh, a gay part bartender named Joe, I believe. And I asked him if, and this was in a VFW. So I'm like, has anyone you think have like one of those giant safety pins or a rope or something that I can use? And he came back with a gigantic safety pin. He had to bend me over a table. This is not getting triple X rated. Don't worry. 
and uh, you know pinch part of my pants out so he could you know shove the the safety pin through the you know the belt line of the pants so they would stay up. Problem is, I may have been drinking a little bit, and every time I went to the bathroom, when I unzipped, I'm not sure how this works, but you know seamstresses who are listening because I'm sure there's a lot of them. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, the, the safety pin popped out. So every time I went, uh, to the bathroom and I do not have to go to the bathroom as much as my older sister or father do on a typical basis, but I was drinking a bit for a while. So, you know, I, uh, he had to, uh, he got a big tip from me for the uh, service he had to do to my pants every time I went to the bathroom, <laughs> but it was a great time. Great wedding. And uh, I don't regret any of it. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, just for the record, jumping back, I was not winking. Uh, Nick was kidding. I was not winking about the friend being sober enough to drive. He was sober enough to drive. He did not end the night sober enough to drive. But I Ubered home from uh, where we were uh, eating Taco Bell and having a good old time. Uh, anywho, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, give me a follow on the socials and check out Nick, uh, check out Nick's podcast. I'll, I'll, it's all in the show notes. Um, the cheesy gordita bunch podcast. Uh, it's, it's fun to listen to. And it's really amazing how much history, uh, and like breaking news that he he can, uh, find on Taco Bell. It's a, a kind of an interesting little, uh, niche and it's an enjoyable podcast. Uh, if you enjoyed this, you'd, obviously enjoy his. Um, okay. So thank you for listening. Follow me on all those socials, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook. Um, there's this new one that I'm friends with Doug Stanhope and Dane cook on called, uh, space. Um, <laughs> it, I never got a MySpace, but I'm pretty sure this is basically just a, a MySpace. Um, so you can send me a friend request and, uh, I'll accept it on there. Cause I don't have many, I don't have many friends, but Dane Cook and Doug Stanhope are two of them. And I don't know if that's cool or not, but I think it's cool. Uh, so check me out there, subscribe to the YouTube channel, do all those things. And, uh, you know, the more I, more I get from you, the, the more I'll, uh, produce and I'll follow where the, you know, where the views or listens, uh, come from and i'll i'll try to cater to them uh and go on youtube by the way so you can also see that lettuce chalupa video uh it's 30 seconds and uh as bad as you imagine it from hearing it uh nick and i talk about it 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 was that bad um all right well happy new year again uh see y'all next week peace